you know, here on The Transition, we like to walk things back. Actually, we like to walk things back a lot. <laughs> and that's what we do pretty much for this episode. Reassess some of our previous takes and we even give a quick retro review to an old Brent Fias project. It was fire. No surprise there. Uh, without further ado, episode 65 of The Transition. Welcome to the transition episode 65. Alex Kaprinsky, Demetri Williams. Back. Back in the studio once again. Alex trying to fill in. Me not letting him fill in. We here. I'm here. Alex Kaprinsky is here. Bottle of water. Is that Fiji water we're sipping on? Uh, it's Pedialyte. <laughs> Pedialyte. I didn't even know you still drink that. That's That's nice to see. What is that's like that's like energy like power like, water basically it's a, right it's adult elect so it's CVS Pedialyte <laughs> oh I was about to say that uh, that's a man if you got the old school like Gerber Pedialyte I was about to say this man is that stuff's good too I mean it kind of goes hard not gonna lie to you but <laughs> we are here with the Pedialyte on a Sunday first time I think we were recorded on a Sunday and I don't even know how long because Lord's Day Lord's Day bless up God's hands. <laughs> God's plan. There it is. Six God. Uh, speak, uh, this this is also timely because we were just listening to um, that certified exactly. lover boy. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, but yeah, we're on a Sunday, July 4th, 4th of July. Happy Independence Day or not happy Independence Day if you know the history of the country. <laughs> but we are we are here on this Sunday to to do a little bit of transition, a little quick episode because um, Friday I wasn't able to record because I had some, you know, more big boy moves to make, some more shenanigans to get into, um, and I had to leave Alex high and dry, <laughs> unfortunately. But actually, you were kind of busy uh, Friday, weren't you? Or my cabin? Ye- no, yeah. No, I went back to work after we talked, so yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, all right, then. All's well that ends well. <laughs> exactly. No, I think <laughs> we're on a Sunday. for both of us, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say, this works out for me, because I usually Sunday nights aren't too, too crazy, especially since I'm not working tomorrow, because, you know, 4th of July weekend, got to gotta get it. your rest in. Love it. Got to love it. Um, but yeah, let's not waste too much time. Uh, let's hop right into this one, because uh, we both have some things to do in the near future after this. Alex sipping on that Pedialyte one more time for the one time. There it is. <laughs> Good stuff. So, Alex Kaprinsky, other than the Pedialyte, how's your, how's your week been? Short week, man. So I can never, I can never complain. We had a half day about a four day week. Yeah, half day on Friday, day off on Monday. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good. It's been, it's been, it's been busy as things I think have been for both of us over the past uh, six. You know how that go? However, however long it's been. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was good. I got back from Lancaster today, which was. Which was good. Lancaster. Pennsylvania, yeah. You should have pulled up. What? How far? Lancaster Lancaster for me is probably like 40 minutes. You're kidding me. Dead ass. Dead (laughs) ass. (laughs) I'm not sure what area of Lancaster you were in, but you were were my city, basically. (laughs) (laughs) You should have pulled up on me. That's that's dope, though. How long was the drive for you from from where you're at to Lancaster? Rockville to Lancaster. Two hours? So yeah, crazy. that's actually not that bad. Wow. No, nothing crazy. No. Hold on. How yeah. far is Rockville from from my current location? God, two and a half, probably. Two hours. Probably from. something like that, right? Probably same thing to Philly. I mean, we're like two hours and some change to Philly. 
too. We're so gonna have to good. we're gonna have to engineer a meetup somewhere at yeah. a at a undis- at an undisclosed, undisclosed location, location. <laughs> <laughs> and just record like ten episodes of the podcast. Yeah. Some safe house in the middle of nowhere. Ain't nothing safe in a safe house. Um, old school Uzi fans remember that. Yeah, you are two and a half, just like you said. Uh, tolls uh, required. No tolls. Two forty. Hundred and seventy miles. So you better yeah, step we, on we, it. We roll with the tolls. Yes, yeah, fine. We roll with the tolls. Easy pass, gang. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on. Okay, Come I on like now. that. I like that. <laughs> Easy pass, gang. For L. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we're not um, in that toll line. Absolutely. What am I, a peasant? Come on, man. We're going right through. Now I'm not even slowing down. We're doing 80 through 65. <laughs> That's crazy, too, because people do that. I'm like, man, if you make a, a one inch of error, you are Done. dead. Yeah. You are dead. The people that go 30 miles an hour through the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> oh, my God. I was in a Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru, quick tangent, the other day. Um, and it was taking so long. And this car just straight up, like pulled out and just beelined it out of the parking lot. I was like, my God, man, there are children here. Someone walked out out of that Dunkin' Donuts with their, you know, hash browns and egg McMuffin. They would have got clapped. <laughs> like, it would have been cursed just, for them. Just like that. Just like that. Imagine dead in a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. It's like that Honestly? guy who got, who got like, stabbed at the Chick-fil-A. Like some... Oh, the Popeyes. Yeah, in Maryland. That was oh, Yeah, that was in Maryland. Over the that chicken was sandwich. Yeah. Dude stabbed him over a chicken sandwich, killed him. Like, can you imagine? I did that? kill him. That guy's dead. Yeah. That... yeah. Sorry. Rest in peace. <laughs> Something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, that guy's dead. Yeah, he's done. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> you seem very enthusiastic about that. I don't know why, though. Nah, it was just crazy because it was over a chicken sandwich. I think that's what was so... I was shook by it. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't know. Of all the ways to go out, man. If the, I would, if I was the family, I would be devastated by that. Like my over my brother got killed sandwich. by a, over a chicken sandwich at a Popeyes. Yeah, you gotta like, be kidding what? me. And I mean, two lives were ruined in that instance because that dude's going to jail for sure. Yeah. And he was a black guy, so he's getting like max sentence too. So, yeah, that man, that man ain't getting no ain't, ain't getting no get off for good behavior. Nah, we putting you under the jail, bro. Oh God, this country. Anyway, so back on target. My my week was pretty good. I did not get uh, attacked in any random parking lot across. That's the, good. The, step the in the right area. direction. Yeah, <laughs> always a step in the right direction. Um, but let's get into let's get into this music because we we actually have some. Yeah, I mean we kind of have a retro review, um, a new single that dropped. Um, and then some revisits I want to do of things that we've reviewed in the past few weeks. So yeah, where do you want to start? Stuff. Do you want to dive into Brent or do you want to dive into like the kind of uh, me me flip-flopping on Haram and, uh, and oh, Tyler's album? Oh, I forgot album? about that. The flip-flop, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, Mr. yeah. Mr. Walking you, Back. Yeah, you want to do that? You want to do, do that first and then, we can, and then we can go to Brent? Yeah, let's do it. So yeah. Haram by Mr. Goldlink that we reviewed I think two episodes ago now. I don't know, man. I was listening to the album over and over again, as I do with albums that I enjoy um, on their face. And I just, Alex is down in that Pedialyte over there. My God. But I don't know. Something about it, something about the album just wasn't clicking for me in terms of the gold link aspect of it. And when I was listening a little bit more carefully, I was putting my ear to the floor, so to speak really the the ear to the headphones. But I was realizing that gold links portions of the song kind of were 
not that attractive to me. Like, also don't mind the fireworks in the background for July tings. I'm sorry. Shut um, up. But, but Gold Link is just like I was listening to him, and it's the the parts of the songs that I liked the most were the features. I liked the Rich the Kid feature. I liked the Pink Panther S feature. I like all the UK um, the, the UK features. It was kind of two songs back to back. I think it was Caution and another one. Fire. Um, yeah, yeah, Fire. Uh, who was on there? And it is. I enjoyed those. And then the Gold Link portions came on. I was like, "This is cool, I guess." But it it really wasn't that great to me. And when I think about that, you can't get washed on your own album multiple times, in my opinion. Not to say he got washed, but he just was kind of. He was a little bit. He he wasn't the reason the album was great. I don't think. Um, he was one of the reasons, but not like the main reason of like, man, Gold Link really put a stamp on this one. He just. He kind of didn't do that for me. So I'd like to downgrade Haram to more of like a 7, 7.25 in my book. I, I don't think Take it was that. as good. I, I mean, it's still decent, but That's a good just, record. I don't think it was as good as... <laughs> it's, it's worth listening to for sure. But I just don't think it was as good as I initially thought. Tyler now. Call yeah, me if you get lost. The one I have this is with. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> is the one that Alex wants to, to put knife in my rib for. So it's... All right, it, the album's not bad. The album is not oh my bad. God. But my, it's not, no, it's not bad at all. But the, the problem I have with it, I just don't think it has a lot of re-listenability for me. I don't know. When I was, uh, the thing I did with Off Season, the thing I did with Haram, the thing I do with, um, you know, all albums that I like, I replay it. I mean, that's what I'll mainly be listening to over the, like, the next month because we don't get a lot of really good music. Like, let's be honest. No. So. I'll just be few replaying that yeah. few and far between. I mean, you get one like a month and you're like, all right, this is pretty great. This is my month's music now. Um, but as I was re-listening to the songs, I was like, these kind of don't hit as much as they did day one, day two, day three. Now I'm on day like eight and I'm kind of going through these. And I'm like, eh, it's, 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 it's good. I mean, it's good, but it, 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 just, it didn't captivate me as much as it did. Whereas other albums, like you turn on a few albums and it's like, it just puts you right back in that initial mind frame. It's like, man, this is still good years later. I don't think that album has that legacy for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I can't put it on the tier of some of the albums that we were mentioning, especially some of Kendrick Lamar's catalog. Because, I mean, I turn on that overly dedicated. It's it's still heat like a decade later. I don't know. Section 80 still heat a decade later to Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid damn etc so i don't know i think that album on its face some of what i was saying to for haram when i first listened to it, you hit that first play it's it's hard it's great and then subsequent listens it just kind of gets eroded for me and i think that timelessness is um something that i have to have in an album if i'm gonna really kind of put it up there and like you know greatest of the past 10 years kind of contention and that album just didn't do it for me. I'm I'm not yeah. sure the reason why yet. I'm not really sure why, but um, that's that's just where I'm at. So I think I'm downgrading that one to about an eight, eight point two five. That's where I'm at. Have you gone back to off season? I have. Yeah. I have a lot actually. The off season is it's in rotation. It's still in rotation. Still fire. So Underground hillside. So that one's getting slotted above the Tyler record. Correct. In my book, I'm putting the off season above. J. Cole okay. stands, rise up. Rise up, J. Cole stands, rise up. <laughs> we back in business, at wow. least in my book. At least in my book. So I don't know. It's it's I don't know. I can I feel like I can re listen to the off season more. I can listen to Tyler's album. And, and honestly, like I said, I am not a Tyler fan. So that might just be me hating. Um, whereas I am a big J. Cole fan, so maybe that's why um Tyler's music has less re listenability, but 
it just it just wasn't hitting for me like I thought it would, you know, a few weeks down the road. So that's where I'm at. How about you? Have you had any type of change in your opinions on Haram or call me if you get lost? Call me if you get lost. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding pretty flat. Um, I don't know. I forget where oh. I put Haram. Did we throw the? Oh you man, Haram like eight? a nine. Yeah, I think may have been like a nine. Yeah, nine may have been slightly overzealous. Um, <laughs> overzealous. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like an a eight, hyper. seven point it's, seven point seven five record. You know what I'm saying? I I think seven point two five. I think I'm spot on with that one. Yeah, like I, it's I'm good. Happy, I'm happy there. Yeah, it, no, it's solid. Yeah. I mean, I'll listen to it, but and honestly, I like Gold Link a lot too. So that probably boosts whatever your seven point two five is up to like just puts an it eight up there for me. X, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, so I think we're probably on the up. same page on that. The Tyler record, I, I mean, that's still like a nine to me. Still whatever, like a nine. What, whatever you I called put it. it at. I mean, you called it like a nine point seven five last time. Yeah, I'll hold Said my ground. it was ground. better than damn. E- I'll hold my ground on that too. Yeah. Really? Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit this in like next year and see if you still have that same energy. Yeah. No, I'm gonna That's hold my be ground. On better than damn. Yeah. Okay. Damn's a great record though too. I re-listened to damn that is... this week as well, and that is a great That's record not... as well. I listened to that the other day, and I was like, this this is still a cinematic experience. That yeah, that first one doesn't song miss. Where... I'm not sure what the name of it is uh, like blood um, or whatever. Yeah, it's like I was I was walking the other day and I sat down to an old What's woman. I think it was blood. Let me she see said, You lost your life. And then he shot her or she shot him or whatever. I was like, Oh, we back we back in two thousand uh, in twenty seventeen when this dropped. I think it was twenty seventeen. Um Yeah, and then so, right yeah. into DNA too. Yeah. It had like it had a few like back to back to back. It was like a three song like um kind of uh, pocket there that was like undefeated. Yeah, <sighs> man, there there was, was so much thing. DNA, loyalty, love, love. That's a record, yeah. Duckworth, come on, man. Like, man, damn, damn is such a good album. My goodness. Um, but yeah, so those are just my renewed feelings. It's pretty, it's pretty removed. fire. We're four years removed from a Kendrick record. I, I'm, whatever's gonna come out next. I mean, <laughs> if we're gonna get anything, good point. But if it could if be it, over. Yeah, when him and Frank drop their next, drop their him next record. Frank. Yeah, it's gonna be Frank. Yeah, right. <laughs> Frank's not dropping until about 2025. I was say we might not get a Frank record until 2027. But when Frank they do, done. Frank's living off the royalties. He's straight. Frank might be done. I don't know. We we should do a surprised. we should do a retro of Blonde as well. I don't know if we ever if we ever talked about that. We I think that was kind of in the hiatus between the uh, the OG podcast and the and Sounds the re- about right. and the uh, the rebrand. We might as well just double up, do Channel Orange and Blonde in one in one episode. Yeah, both but, amazing, by the way. But yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say both From incredible. Um, but so you don't you don't mind that R and B though. Um, from Frank Ocean? Yeah. I mean, he's like one of the best to do it of our generation in that, that space. So, Touché. I mean, if you're talking about top of the tree R&B, then yeah, like Brent Fiez, um, Frank Ocean, Drake, when he has his certain moments, right. you know, I'll listen to it every now and then. It's not my cup of tea, truly, yeah. but, you know, I can appreciate a, a good, um, a good Frank Ocean song. I thought, um, Pyramids was one of the best songs of its, of its, of that year for sure. Really enjoyed that song, Cleopatra. <laughs> but that that had almost like a techno, like disco-y type of vibe to it. So it was it was kind of a little bit removed from his. I don't usual even stuff. think Channel Orange was an R and B record, almost right? I mean, like that's, that yeah, you could was, say that. 
Yeah. You could argue Blonde it wasn't really an R&B record, though, either. So. Fair enough. It's almost like a Brent Fires type of deal where it's like, it's R&B, I guess. Yeah, kind of, right? Kind, like, yeah, themat- kind of. Thematically, yeah, but sound, it's like... If you had to put it into a lane, I guess I had to say that, but, you know... Yeah. It's kind of just music at that point. Um, but moving exactly. right along, uh, let's actually go to Mr. Fires, Dr. Brent. Dr. Fires is in the building. The doctor is in. Um, we did a... Well, actually, let's tackle his um, Let's tackle his new single that he the did single with Drake. single first. Yeah. Um, what was it? Waste your time? Wasting waste time? time? Something like that. Let me double Something check. Something like that. Something with a waste of time um, that he did with a solid, solid, solid Wasting time. Yeah. Wasting time. There it is. Cool art, too. Yeah. It has like them as like the like kind of like childish drawings, which I thought yeah, was cool. Yeah. So I think Pharrell did the beat on this thing because it's a callback Pharrell to Pharrell actually did the writing on it. He, well, did he, he write credits. the record? He, write, he wrote it with, along with four other people. The production was actually by, I think it was the Neptunes that did this. Some so that'd be, people that'd I that'd don't be, know. That's, for, that's, that's their, their collective. Oh, the oh, NERD. Okay. Their, gotcha. their, whatever their production collective is. I forget the other. Okay, gotcha. So Pharrell had a very big hand in this. Pharrell has yeah. a very big hand in everything. Damn, that dude doesn't stop. He's an amazing. Yeah. He, does, he question, just doesn't stop working. Yeah, I question his, his rapping and singing sometimes. But his production is... He's, he's the type of person you want to have in the room when you're making a song, though. Like, no doubt. Yeah. Maybe not his songs in, in and of themselves, but as an advisor, a trustee, if you will, um, he's he's kind of undefeated. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's cool to know he's working on this next Brent record, too. It gives me hope mm-hmm. that this thing is going to be kind of weird in the way that, that I like it, right? Because Pharrell doesn't. Maybe in the way that I like it. None of Pharrell's stuff is normal, like, ever. So I'm hoping he throws. It'd be so cool if he could executive produce like an r&b record like a brand fires type it'd be it'd be dope if if that would be a possibility i don't know if he would and it's probably gonna be a one-off record that is gonna be on this tape but it'd just be something that i think would be very unique so hopefully hopefully that's coming down the road i don't know when his album's coming but based on this single hopefully we can get something yeah before maybe before the end of 2021 i don't know that would be kind of dope we got a couple couple lucy's from brent over the past Over the past whatever, couple of loose black five and months. Miles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, true, true. And I, I mean, as far as this song goes, I mean, I thought it was well written. Thanks, Pharrell. Um, I love how it's just like completely out that rappers don't write a lot of their things anymore. I remember when this was like such a big yeah. like thing, like say five, six years ago. And everybody's just like, yeah, he didn't write it. But it was fire, though. <laughs> so I guess it truly doesn't really matter as long as we're getting the music that we enjoy. So. Um, but yeah, I, I like the length of this song. I, I like that it was, you know, five minutes, almost six minutes long. I thought that was kind of interesting because it kind of gave both of them a chance to kind of almost do two songs in and of themselves. I thought Drake honestly probably gave the better performance on this, if I had to say. Um, I mean, I love the Brent Fires, you know, harmonization and melody and et cetera, et cetera. But when I listen and get and drill down to the verses, I thought Drake really put his put a good foot forward and put a, get a good effort into this one. Yeah. We're frequently accused of him not doing that, but in this case, I got to give the man credit. He did it. Um, he had a he had a kind of like, and it's funny because we heard this on like some of the certified uh, lover boy kind of drops that we have. He kind of goes on like a tirade a little bit against this, you know, unnamed lady of you know. Anytime I tell you the truth, it feels like you're being attacked. But the only reason because you're not watching your back, all that good, you know, Drake stuff where it's like, who is he even talking about? <laughs> but it, it, it does kind of enthrall you a little bit, similar to the way that um, 
uh, that Hillshire did on um, exactly. Tyler's project. Tyler's project. It's like he just he's just going on like this long story, and it's like, okay, what's going on here? You know, it just makes you want to listen. It's like when someone just comes up to you and starts talking. It's like, well, I guess, <laughs> you know, I guess, I guess I'm here for this. Yeah, really cool record oh. though. Like you said, I mean, it feels like I don't know. This is one of those that feels like almost Pharrell was in a studio. He wrote a hook, and he was like, <laughs> I need somebody to sing this hook. And then pulled <laughs> pulled Drake and said, I need somebody pulled to do Drake. a verse on this thing. And that's kind of – it almost doesn't feel like Brent organically kind of came up with this thing. It, I feel This feels like a Pharrell-orchestrated kind of, kind of track. He was in the room. He yeah, in the room. right place, right time, right? I feel like that's how a lot of, a lot of good music comes about. But I mean, I agree. Really cool verses. I love. I really enjoyed Brent's Brent's hook as well. His vocals are always good. But I thought he fit. He flowed pretty well over this beat. Writing was good. The Drake verse was was very good as well. Cool bars. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> too too crazy. But nothing groundbreaking. But no, solid. Very very yeah. solid. So I don't know. Good track. Like yeah, <laughs> it's hard to eight out of ten. Another one, right? <laughs> I feel like we talk about these 8 out of 10 tracks a lot, but yeah, yeah another kind of 8 or 9 out of 10 track. Agreed, agreed. Um, and I think what was interesting on this one as well, I liked how, I don't know, I, I liked the, the beat in this one, the beat, the production in this one, because it was, I don't know, it kind of felt a little reminiscent to like old school Brent a little bit. It was a yes. little less, I don't know, a little less poppy, poppy a little less commercial. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're going in the same direction. So that kind of gives me hope, like you said, for the album of like, okay, maybe this won't be the Brent that I know, but it's the Brent that I need, you know? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Give me a 10 pack of Pharrell beats and Brent, and that would be, that would be sick. I mean, that'll do it. Because Pharrell is the, like you said, he's the good weird. So um, him and his nerd and his Neptunes can, you know, go back into the booth and cook up something really good. Yeah. So that's, uh, it's, it, this is a good way to kind of whet my appetite, so to speak, for, um, for Mr. Fire in the future. Yeah. Um, but let's move on to. Does, I have a question. Does it almost sound yes, like? T- I mean, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the uh, the other record now. But does this almost sound like too commercial for what Brent you think kind of like uh, represents? Succeeds, <laughs> yeah, succeeds the most, I guess. Yeah. And when he kind of hits his highest highs, right? Do you think this kind of sound is almost too? I mean, it's weird, right? But it still sounds refined and commercial, right? Like it's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's almost not like. like- when, Go ahead. It's just almost like when he make when you like have these grimy like basement type beats that you just that <laughs> that the dude from around the block throws you and you kind of just work with that rather than this super refined. I mean, this thing obviously it sounded like expensive. Project Pat went crazy on this beat, you know, just some <laughs> yeah. random dude. Like you find the YouTube type beat and it's like, yeah, this is gonna work. So I don't know yeah. if you think Brent works better on that versus kind of this. But I know we can kind of make that connection on when we're going to talk about this record, too. But I think the good thing is that I think um, those weird kind of Project Pat, um, you know, random dude from down the street beats, they kind yeah. of push him a little bit um, to to kind of, you know, let's, let's see. What, let's be a little bit of makeshift. Like, let's see what we can pull out of this. And he can do that. But, I mean, I think stuff like this where it's Pharrell, it's good. It's going to be in his pocket. It's like getting a nice, getting a, it's like getting a nice tight spiral. Um, from your quarterback right. versus like getting a wobbly like you know pass that's been batted in there. It's like, well, I'm Odell Beckham, so I'll probably catch it, but I would prefer the tight spiral where it just makes it easy for me. So I don't right. know. It's like he can really he can really give it to you however you want, but 
um, I will say that, you know, you get to see a little bit of him more on display when he has to, to kind of push himself and exude a little bit more of his talent on a beat that might not be as traditional. Yeah, That's I what I'm saying, that. right? Yeah, I think this beat could stand for itself without any, <laughs> without anybody, without anybody on it, let alone, Agreed. Uh, Agreed. let alone these two. But when you get kind of a more you put skeletal, just about anybody on this, well, not yeah, anybody, when, but anybody. Good. I mean, yeah, when you get a little bit more of a skeletal framework, I think you have to vocally, like you said, push yourself a little more, and it starts to get, I don't know, if in more interesting is the cool. word, but just more dynamic. Yeah, different too, because I mean, everyone wants to be refined, yep. everyone wants to be poppy, but he comes out with like. And that beat, it doesn't have any drops. It doesn't have any like. It's just like a beat that almost feels like it's incomplete, almost. And it's just that's just what it is. Um, kind of gives me. Um, I'm trying to think who who that kind of reminds me of. Can't think of it, but um, yeah, no, I I agree with you. I I agree with that for sure. And moving right into actually something that I think. Uh, represented this really well was AM Paradox, which you told me to listen to. I finally listened to. Nice, short, sweet project. I think four songs, um, all of which were pretty, pretty fire. Um, and it has the, the uh, we were saying this before we got started, but it has the usual Brent toxicity that you, um, that, that or that's you, that I enjoy. <laughs> uh, for, for one, because I think it's authentic to, to kind of who he is and he's very like <laughs> oh when i think of brent i think of that line he's like if it was between you or me i choose me you know he's just very like you know it's a little great, bit self yeah. self-absorbed kind of a narcissist a little bit um and it's 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 just kind of funny we could um, do a podcast around that just that line in and of itself though too <laughs> right because we've that ties i think heavily back into our discussion that we had <laughs> a couple weeks ago right <laughs> yeah but, no, i agree if it was up to you and me, I choose me. For another day. <laughs> for another day. Um, but yeah, I, and I think um, you know it's it's nice going back to listen to these old Brent projects. It's like yeah, man, this is this is this is this is classic Brent right here. You know, Saunderson, Am Paradox, fuck the world. It's like this is this is Brent before he went commercial, man. And I don't want to be that guy, but just like what we're saying of like these kind of had like. He has his boys in the background. They're cutting it up on you know in between songs, and they're talking about like the girls that they're dealing with or whatever, um, and kind of what's what's going on. It, it was just it's just cool because it feels very unique, organic, and just you know something that was that was just kind of put together with his own imagination, um, rather than something that was kind of assisted on by other artisans, let's say. So it's raw as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's raw, and it's in a great way, you know. And I think, like you said, he shines in those moments. Um, and and this was um, this this is more the same. Lovely, of course, I think is probably the most popular song off of this. Uh, all that you know, it's it's super super popular. I will say though, if I had to to not necessarily the sleeper because you know all these songs are really really good, but I think my favorite was actually the the last song that he had on here, which I'm trying to pull up real quick. Do you remember it off the top of your head? See yes. how much of a Brent Fires fan you are. No, no, I got you. Uh, no one knows, right? Yeah, I think, I think, I think that's what we're talking about. Um, right after Poison. Poison. Yes, no one knows. I, I, I preferred that one just because I don't know. It kind of picked up a, the pace a little bit. I thought from an yeah. album that was was fairly kind of mellow, um, and it, it it was dynamic. I, I I think there was kind of there was a few different layers to it. Um, of course, the I, you know, I, I enjoy the hook as I enjoy all hooks, but the, the production there especially kind of stuck out to me. Um, and I mean, 
I guess I mean all these songs were great. I only listened to this one a few times, so I didn't give it a super super deep dive, but I I enjoyed myself as I as I knew I would because Brent Fias is, is uh is the is that guy. It's Brent, man. Yeah. It's Brent. It's Fabi. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I don't have much to add. This is one of those just very I don't know. We're talking about this. I was looking at the producers as we were speaking and I have no idea. I mean, Sonder his collective produced produced i believe two of the tracks insecure which is my favorite track on this and then lovely i think is the case but once again like unknown raw have no idea who that i was looking at the producers the other three tracks no idea who the hell they were but it's just like nobody knows yeah but those it just works though right and i think it works with his sound it's almost like the weekend on uh house of balloons and trilogy it's just it's when you don't have that kind of uh glitz and glamour type of production and you're still kind of hungry it's almost like your sound is a little bit it's like just early kid cuddy days <laughs> yeah no like early man on the moon yeah yeah right. for an art i don't know r&b too i think it's important to have that kind of raw almost like non-commercial vibe yeah <laughs> yeah no but for real like it's like it's one of those genres that i think it's once you start getting very commercial and you start getting very expensive, I think your your art almost uh, necessarily degrades, but I just don't think it's as interesting to listen to because there's a lot of great voices, right, that sing over just expensive, expensive vocals, expensive beats, and it's hard to differentiate yourself at that point. This is the kind of stuff that's weird enough and raw enough and unrefined enough and just cool enough, too. Like, I don't know if he could do stuff with those weird mini interludes anymore that would get i mean those wouldn't get play like <laughs> it just mm. wouldn't happen right so i don't know i love this little ep and i think it's kind of peak of what brent does best and hopefully we can get some of this on the next record yeah fingers cross your fingers right i mean we got it on uh we got it on the last one on f the world so there yeah. was definitely True. some and of this vibe funny, on that I mean. yeah so it's not gone by any means but the singles i think point in a little bit of a different direction which is going to be interesting to see how that plays out and i guess he has to evolve we talked about um this on a previous episode um if you guys want to kind of get a full overview of what we thought about brent and his kind of career trajectory right now but i guess it had to happen but um i'm glad he gave us three projects of like all right well this was kind of before that type of yeah you know um that type of leap and now we're going to see what this next chapter will be we could be wrong it could be still just as very wrong just as fire and maybe it's just a few songs here and there kind of have that polish that that commercial polish on it but and and you know he's still giving us you know 10 songs of grimy basement brent fires who knows um but we'll see but I, I can't believe albums were like this were dropping in 2016. I wasn't even privy to it. Like, man, and Paradox, fire. Yeah, it, it's different when you... in college. Yeah, it's different when you start getting a, a two-and-a-half-minute Drake feature, though. I don't know. True. Your whole <laughs> your whole vibe in ML, I think, I think changes. It changes very, very greatly once you have <laughs> once you have the ability to get that. So we'll see. And I, I think with Brent, he, he kind of eats on, on long songs a little bit. Like when it's just him on a long song and he can kind of just, you know, harmonize a little bit, do a little melody, just do some humming in there on his Kid Cudi flow, switch up a little bit, you know, and and just and and do whatever he wants to do on it. I think he like he I think he works best when he has that long runway versus here's your 
a minute and a half verse, bam, do something. It's like yeah. you just don't get the full experience of it almost um, when you kind of cut to something else. So exactly. I, I much prefer Brent by himself than with features, you know, 100%. I think he's, he's one of those artists, but, um, you yeah, know, we'll see. We will see. We'll see, yeah. Um, so what would you rate this one, actually, on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm not sure if you had a, an opinion of it initially that you want to stick with. But. Yeah. Um... I hate giving out like high. I give out too many high scores, <laughs> but I think yeah, Alex this is like, the, like the nice grader in school that gives you all I A's. No, this is like an eight and a half record though. Like this is like an eight and a half. Yeah, I agree. Eight and a half, eight point seven five. Yeah, something solid. In there. I mean, it's an EP, from, so it's very yeah, small. Four track record, right? But Can't mess nothing. it up, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you do miss once on a four track EP, though, I mean, your That's your project's kind of. I mean, your back's project, against the wall a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, your project's tanked, but. No, facts, facts. That's that's a good point. <laughs> um, so I guess I'll give him credit for that. But these were all good. They all they all kind of mesh well to, together. It wasn't, I mean, like I said, EP, so it's not like some storytelling to this. It's just, you know, four pack, four or five pack of good songs. Enjoy it. Buy the album when it comes out, you know, type yeah. of deal. <laughs> um, but do we have anything else to talk about, actually? I think that might have, we just blazing saddles our way through this uh through this music segment i'm i'm impressed by us no so we I talked think... about haram tyler brent fries and am paradox so done that's all i had oh my god the fireworks are popping <laughs> off over here i was gonna oh, say those are pot, blickies pot crazy. <laughs> y'all have celebrate fourth of july the right way very very patriotic around here we we love our well i'm not gonna say we but they love their uh their their independence day a lot um, is there anything else you want to tackle before we get out of here? We can cut this one um, as, a, as, a, as a short one, as a Lucy. Yeah, no, I think this is the outlet pass to the next to the next episode. It's a long weekend, so it's a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's a long weekend. It's a, some, a little something to get you guys through the week until we until uh, we drop once more. Um, yeah. Oh my so, goodness, they are going crazy out there. Yeah, I mean we're we're expecting a new a new Wale album this year. Are we? So, yeah. Oh, I actually Com- didn't know that. I mean, I'm not gonna listen to it, but yeah. So just get ready for that. Listen to some. Listen, listen to some. I mean, some, you don't some really back, have to. You don't have to get back, ready. Yeah, some back catalog. Get, yeah, just get mean, prepared for the. You can kind of just record. listen to it when it comes out. If you yeah, want. you don't no. really have to. To be to be quite honest. But, yeah, um, yeah. Now listen to the back catalog and get ready. Why for, would for Why the would they do that? Because good mean, music, right? I mean, good is subjective, right? You know. It's, yeah. It's music. It's music for it's sure. Me- yeah, it's good music. It's yeah, it's, it's something. All right, so that has been the transition. And Alex takes a swig of Pedialyte as to end us off here, to, to bring us home. That has been episode 65 of The Transition. Thank you for listening. As always, make sure you check out episode 64. We did a deep dive on Tyler's album. Um, episode 64 is called Juggernaut, I believe. Had to, had to throw the nice reference in there. Uh, make sure to done. follow us on the transition underscore pod Alice underscore Kuprinsky if you want to connect with that man that Wale Stan and forever.mugan if you want to connect with myself we'll catch you in the next one peace